Hello and welcome to LedgerCast. I'm Brian Krogsgaard here with Josh Olswich. Hey, Josh. Mr. Brian, we're going to have pitchforks, prognostication, and another P word I can't think of out in full force today. Wow. Well, I'm excited to learn what that P word is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I trade, I like to trade on matcha. I go to ledgerstatuscom slash matcha because I can trade all DEXs at once. And guess what? You can also trade on some of your favorite layer twos like Polygon. Do it right there at matcha, ledgersats.com slash matcha. They will help you aggregate liquidity wherever that liquidity lives. I'm thankful to them. I use their product. I enjoy it. I'm an appreciator of matcha. Thank you to matcha. Josh, are you trying to trigger me as we start this show on a beautiful Friday fall afternoon by throwing a pitchfork on here? The third P was pumpkin spice lattes, of course. I mean, how could uh, I? Naturally. Uh, nah, I'm not trying to trigger anybody. I'm just, you know, I'm happy things are down. I'm happy seasonality won. I'm not happy that I didn't trade it as hard as I should have because I got confused by the first couple of days of September when we were mooning super hard, breaking higher highs. I mean, we, we were setting up for all-time high retests on everything. And then it's just, nope, we're done. That's it. Yeah, we really, really decided to just, like, kind of crap out here. At It's it's complicated, though. We are, we are at the point where you need to maintain from, a, like, testing this level historically, even if you go further back. Look at that. Ooh, that's clean. We're back at the January 10th. Highs of 40 to 42,000. And then we had a very normal pedestrian drawdown. And then we had the like kind of three peak top, lower high, mini bear market recovery. And now we're just right back into that middle zone. The uh, long term moving average with the 200 day is perfectly flat. We're right under it. We were right over it. We've had kind of three demolition days. I don't know what you call them, like three candles that were the meat of the drawdown. Um, and then all the other dailies were just kind of grindy recovery, and we're just in no man's land now. It does seem to me, Josh, and tell me if you agree, that we're trying to like figure out: Are we just going to roll over and have a long, um, you know, more uh, thorough drawdown, or are we going to like super cycle, go new highs, be exuberant through the end of the year? I feel like we're trying to make that decision um before november what do you think yeah mid-october i mean the reason i keep saying mid-october is because of the cloud on alts specifically um give me an alt name an alt any alt avalanche no try again you said any alt <laughs> i know but that one i know where that one sits on the cloud so it's different chain link. um Okay, sure. Like, uh, this one's probably not a good example either, but oh no, it's a great example. Okay. The reason I keep saying that October on all of DeFi, all of non exciting alts like AVAX, um, is because of the cloud. The cloud is green in mid October and beyond. If we truly have a cycle where majors pop off, alts fail against BTC ETH pairs and then late cycle rotations, uh, USD pairs and alts do better than majors, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then we'll, we will know by mid October because alt USD pairs will be above 
uh, what will seem like mediocre levels, but based on uh, cloud will be go time trend for, positive for trend, right? Trend positive. It's definitely an if this, then that situation, which was for sure show last week. And then somebody, somebody said on YouTube, you really freaking suck at titling shows. If you want them to be found. And I was like, touche. <laughs> so I mean, I've, we, need I've come, not... we need the chat to be thinking of something very YouTube friendly and catchy and SEO optimized so that we can be found because that's what we're really in it for. Right. Yeah. I had somebody talk to me about that yesterday too, about my own stuff. And I'm just like, I, I'm just not the, uh, you know, the moon guy on YouTube, right? There's enough of those people. Uh, but anyway, yeah, mid-October, we'll know. Again, it's boring, whatever, I don't care. But uh, if you're bearish now, that's fine. We're below we're below the cloud, we're below the 200 on bas- basically every single altcoin. Not going to expect a miracle, but if we're above certain levels by mid-October, then great. Um, there are other things like Tezos, which uh, I don't want to be bullish on, but they'd look different than everything else, you know? And what I don't want to see for diagonal head and shoulders, which you don't usually see like a rising head and shoulders like this. Um, the times I've seen this play out, probably like two. So, uh, you know, even if this drops down here, I'm not so certain it'll keep going, but if it does, like the pattern is valid either way. Yeah, I, but where it sits here, it is bullish. Yeah, I think they've probably got enough narrative behind them to to move, and it's drawn down and given enough people pain. Like nobody in the Tezos ecosystem has been happy until about two months ago. <laughs> you know, um, it just went down. Only the ETH pair though looks like it bottomed. Um, and the narrative that they have, the reason it's good is because it's both kind of layer one season stuff and also like they went in on the NFT, green NFT narrative. And I can think that their method for doing that was lame, but like it worked, right? And they've attracted quality art, whatever. Have they? I haven't seen anything. I've, I've seen literally nothing about Tezos on fundamentals other than the stuff I look at, like on Twitter. Nobody's talking about anything. Oh, in my it's all bubble. In, it's all NFT driven, uh, and then kind of like Me Too Layer One um, NFT people, like hardcore NFT people um, that are well respected, have been venturing into Tezos land. Okay, so, well, it's good good to know then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then also like they're attracting some pretty good artists and stuff so like tezos i think has the second to eth layer one level of stickiness for nfts right now that's the fundamental positive that i would give them um and then beyond that mm, i don't know what the fundamentals are but that's okay. Well, they, don't, they, also, they don't have to do DeFi, right? <laughs> well, they do have they do have a DeFi thing, and I only know this because I look for this. Like, it's not like loud in places. This Coopy swap, Coopy swap, whatever, however you say that, whatever. Um, but the the real problem is the chart history. Like historically, it's ranged, 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 ranged. So it's hard to be confident that this thing's actually going to do anything. But trend wise, it looks great. It looks great against BTC. It looks great against ETH. Yeah, you can they- measure it in a bunch of ways. The ETH pair is the only one I care about since we'll talk about ETH BTC, but it's still kind okay, of well, in no man's land. That's just your opinion, man. You know? <laughs> but the point is, 
if you're going to, I think if you're going to hold an, a, a non-BTC coin, then you might as well compare it against ETH, which is the primary, right? Otherwise- Almost all coins, you can quote me on this. Almost all coins look bad enough to buy against ETH right now. Bad Almost all coins. Yep. Look, look at any coin. It's got a multi-week, multi-month bull div against, against ETH. Yeah, but um, Tezos has already kind of flipped that trend, which is what's interesting. Right, and Tezos is on the other side of that spectrum where it looks bullish. Yeah. Against ETH, for what's sure. interesting is it already had the like, oh, this was just some kind of exit pump retrace, and then it has found three weeks now of buy pressure in response to those kind of bag holder sell candles is what those look like to me, right? It's just somebody just like, thank God, get me out of my Tezos bag. <laughs> and then off it goes. And like, it, it is setting up technically in my mind to have that kind of face ripper type potential. Um, I mean, dude, you and I talked about this coin and I've liked Tezos at times because I felt like it had opportunity. I just think they gave up that opportunity. I don't have to drag onto that. We can just look at the technicals, but I mean, I was very actively trading Tezos in these zones, but you could just so reliably kind of fade the upper levels back then relative to... Are you drawing your circles with left hands? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You could just so reliably fade it as a range trade. And I think that's what's interesting is it's probably going to... Like, if I had to just draw a magnet, I I uh, I would draw that magnet right here, right? if we're going to do versus BTC. So that gave you, if let's say you bought the, the perfect retrace, 150% relative to BTC. Let's say you just market bought it right this moment. 57% relative to BTC. It's not a bad trade. Uh, the problem with that is, let's say it goes and retests again, you could end up down 20 or 30% if it like retraces this current candle next week and like double wicks down. And that would be painful. Like if you're looking for 50, 50 to sixty percent relative to BTC, your downside's twenty percent without being invalidated. That's tough. So it's a little bit of a difficult entry unless you just sit on it and let it do its thing, right? Otherwise, you're having to you, active manage low time frames and do all kinds of crap. You just kind of have to. You have to be a believer because yeah. historically, it's retraced thirty five percent, forty five percent, like over and over and over again. You know? Yeah, and that's why I like. It, it could totally get past this. What is this? Like 25,000 sats. Um, it could get past that, but I feel like there's going to be some real resistance there. Cause that's basically a lifetime chart. I don't know why I don't have a Tezos USD chart on here. It's frustrating. Maybe it's separated somewhere, but I wonder what that means. Like, is that price expiration finally in, in USD terms? We need to uh, we need to add some boxes here. It's just like box, box, box. It's that old like um, trading meme. I can't think of it. It's some it's some it's way related to Wyckoff. Uh, yeah, the tech is no, real. The it's, fundamentals. It's blah at, blah blah. It's at all time highs right now. Yeah, this this is real. This is real versus BTC. I'm not. I oh, now he looks at the USD chart. Hey, all we care about is ether. <laughs> no, I mean from a relative performance confidence perspective, it looks fantastic versus ETH, but it looks like it's got room versus BTC, and it's about to break out versus USD. So I think, yeah, I think you could probably just ape this. Like I, I don't, I don't mean it as like a uh, don't do it. You know, I'm, I, I'm just trying to say like, what's the What's the chances, you know, like Litecoin pumping, it's like, um, this feels like it's always near a local top. 
you know, like the laggard yeah. coins, when they start pumping, it's very scary sometimes. It's like you just, you know, you're kind of buying the last hurrah before the whole fun ends. Uh, but this looks like it's about to do price exploration. It looks like, I mean, a 1.618 is $12 running the fibs, as you will, as we've talked about many times. The 4.618 is uh, $30, $31. So if you told me Tezos to $31, I believe you. The revenge, yeah, I the mean, revenge of the of the te- of the Tezors. I like that it hasn't moved relative to everything else. Uh, I like that everything else has moved, and people are like looking for the next trade, right? Uh, yeah, it's and got, like, it's somebody got the like me, like I was cope. Uh, no, I wasn't coping. I was complaining about Tezos and how I thought they were kind of like their narrative. I didn't like the way they attacked their narratives. Whatever. I still stopped like, trading it a while back, you know, like all <laughs> those reasons for why I don't touch it. And then it, it goes to $30, like, you know, <laughs> so it's, it goes from $3 to 30. That's a 10 X off the bottom. And then somebody that held that whole thing, timed it perfectly. Hasaka's like, um, hello, Anon. All you had to do was buy Tezos to get that last 10 X. And I'm coping at that point, you know? So like, this is the part where you get over yourself and you freaking ape in and, and see what happens. If it breaks out and goes all time highs, you run the fibs and you, you enjoy the ride. If it doesn't, then you figure out where you're going to cut it. So sure. Let's enter. Let's buy it. I'll buy some today. I don't even know where to freaking buy Tezos. Do I have to go to Coinbase or FTX? FTX Bro, you just it. told me it. The matcha is the place to go. <laughs> I don't. Th- that's the problem with Tezos. Like I should be able to buy a crap ton of Tezos on chain. I don't even know how to get coins there. You know what I mean? Like I bought ten thousand dollars worth of Tezos yesterday. I'll just save that. I bought ten thousand dollars worth of Monero yesterday. I've been holding thirty thousand dollars worth of Stellar. I'm just saying this because, you know, why not? Uh, for a while, I'm holding Stellar in case anything happens with Ripple. But um, so yeah, I bought it. I'm not afraid. It looks good. Anyway. I, uh, <clears throat> let's see. Tezos. I'm looking up. Where's the freaking liquidity on Tezos? This is why I get, I get, I doubt these things though, because I should be able to just know right off the top of my head, here's where I go on chain to get freaking Tezos. I, it, here's where I bridge and I don't know where that t- to go. Okay, I can definitely do it on Coinbase, Binance, Bitfinex. That's the order of liquidity according to CoinGecko. It's got to be on it. The bridge or is seeing where he can bridge. Just go to a centralized exchange. <laughs> That's what Jesus. I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'd rather bridge, though. I'd rather bridge. The littlest violin for you, bridge ors. The yeah, littlest of F- violin. FTX US doesn't have Tezos, so I got. I'd have to go to Coinbase. Um, R.I.P. I'll mention this as well. The liquidity on their DeFi swap platform is Balls. continuing to oh build. <laughs> <laughs> We're building the bullish narrative here. Okay. I don't want okay. to be bullish days. So okay. let, let me be very clear. Okay. I think fundamentally it's junk, but uh, you can't ignore the liquidity. You can't ignore the transaction counts, the active addresses. You can't ignore that. I mean, you can and be yeah, wrong and sure. whatever. I'll but. go freaking buy tezos and then figure out how do i send tezos on chain and find their nft platform and i'll buy tezard they're the ugliest nfts but whatever it's the blue <laughs> ch- it's the blue chip of tezos so you gotta have it you have to have the blue chip if you're gonna trade them let me find a tezard let me find tezards i'll show you how ugly they are God, the name of all their stuff the, this nft platform is called objects.com o-b-j-k-t 
com. Look at these things. Look at this. This is the blue chip. 1,500 Tezos for this thing. Those are about as ugly as every single <laughs> NFT I've ever seen. So I don't know what you're talking about. Let me find. Let's do uh, recently listed price low to high. Let's see what it costs to sweep the floor of what? <laughs> 780 Tezos? For this. How many well, how much is a Tezos? Seven dollars? So if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> Five thousand four hundred and sixty dollars for this image. Okay. Sounds about right to me, man. That's 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 just modern art if I've seen it. Um <laughs> Well, last thing I'll say about Tezos, do not stake on Coinbase. Whatever you do, go anywhere else to stake. Because don't stake you're getting, it anywhere. The APY is, what, 40, 30, 20%? I don't care, but the commission on... 13%. But they take on Coinbase share. is 25%. Coinbase takes 30, 30%. What is the commi- what's commission mean? What's pretty sure that's fees, right? That's fees that they take. What's the APY of staking Tezos? Like less than 1%, but if it's... Yeah. If, so don't do it. Just don't do it. Value, if it's value free, liquidity, bro. If it's free and you could just pop it in and out, there's no reason not to. Um, yeah. And if you're going to be holding it for the trade, like why not? Right? Doesn't matter. I did really anyway. like their like K addresses and all the ways they do their their stuff. I just it it, it just it took too long to build anything. It's O'Camel. They needed EVM. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but that's uh, that's <laughs> the dual yawn. That's my Tezos. Uh, is there any spiel. yield? The chat needs to tell us: Is there yield farming? Can you can you go do anything degenerate and fun on Tezos? Because that's what's really going to sustain the move. Are there are there fun opportunities on Tezos? Yeah, they have bakers, but the baker business has not been a good one. The baking business has not been a good one. Let me just put it that way. You can go and trade any of this junk that I've never heard of, like BSC. Right? I no idea what any of this stuff is. Yeah, that's the place to play. <laughs> Do you want to play in the sandbox? <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying that's where you that's where you have fun. I guess. So Tezos. Well, oh, you know what else is weird? We're at the Tezos is going to go into price expiration part of the market cycle, Josh. What part is that? I don't know, but uh, one last thing I'll say, like legitimately, last thing I'll say about Tezos is if you look at the Google Trends. They're actually at all time highs right now, which is it's the, also it's, crazy. It's the NFTs, man. I'm telling you, it's the Tezards. I sadly believe you, but um, everything supports a move higher. That's all. That's it. That's all I got to say. Discover. Um, yeah, like they got, I mean, they have multiple collections and stuff. Yeah, featured collections. I don't know. I haven't really figured out this space. I haven't, I've not cared it annoys me i don't want to do it i don't even want to it's literally the same stuff you've done on every other chain what does it matter you know um what does it matter it's literally the same trash you've been trading everywhere else so who cares because the other places it works with ethereum like i don't have to add new wallets to my hardware like new 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 freaking categories for my hardware wallets and i just use metamask i use evm it's i know how to do it it's easy and it's cheap and it's fast and it's useful 
It's easy to bridge. This is none of those things. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <sighs> Chad is saying um, the rotator is going to go to from Avalanche to te, from to Tez. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, what else? I don't know. What else looks good this week? I mean, Avax, I guess, is back at all time highs or something, right? Bit of a rising wedge, though. Kind of ugly. Um, Avax, yeah, it looks great. Sorry, I'm still coping on on te- Tezos. Live cope in the house. Uh, the the thing the thing I have with if you go to the weekly on Avalanche, there's one thing that makes me nervous. Four, five, six, seven, just one eight, thing. Nine, ten, ten green weekly candles so far, and the dips have been bought like mad. Like you see that. Um, you and your line charts. I'll switch to mine. Like the one. Wow. The Here one, we go again. The one, the one red one. Like I just can't a, understand anything different than himself. A deep, a deep, a deep dip. A couple weeks ago, got madly bought. Went to all time highs, and now like these are just kind of you need you need like another big candle up, you know, to to get out of this kind of scary vertical, like. Maybe a rising wedge. Maybe it's distribution. Maybe it's vertical accumulation. I don't know. I lean towards vertical accumulation and break up out of that, but I don't know. Um, I think well, there's plenty of room in the ecosystem. Like all their rewards and all that crap hasn't even started. Like people have been front running it, basically. You know. Sure. What do you think? I don't know if you if what you do didn't you buy thirty four, then I think you're just you're staying out of this. Honestly, it looks wow. the volume looks insane to me in a bad way. The price action looks a little rising wedgy to me. Looks like it's already done its thing. It's way ahead of the 200 day moving average. I don't know. Somebody sure. in the chat is telling us to go to H bar. I've I've been in crypto for five years. H bar <laughs> has always been there, and I still cannot remember what that stands for. Hashgraph. Hashgraph. I can't say why I've been watching this chart, but I have been watching this chart. And um, why would I buy something it, called the Hedora Hashgraph? Like, what is that even? I don't know anything about Hashgraph other than some VC is up a billion X on it, <laughs> which is true about all my bags too. But I'm just bringing it up with regards to Hashgraph. I mean, it looks similar to Avax in that it had this. Um, this consolidation breakdown break back up and then looks cup and handily. Um, yeah, it looks like it, you know, it's got, it's got this. What is nonsense. it? Is this a me too layer one? Is it, what is, what it? is it? <laughs> um, I couldn't tell you, but <laughs> I, I have been watching it. I couldn't tell you. I legitimately don't know. It reminds me of ICP, uh, the internet, whatever, protocol thing i don't know the um, internet protocol internet computer <laughs> it's so computer. good with this with the computer in there internet these guys computer. had like these guys were touting a partnership with boeing when all the boeing stuff was going on just like completely oblivious to uh the news with boeing um yeah i, I couldn't tell you another kevin, one oh kevin, Mal, someone kevin in the chat is saying it's regulated layer one and their nfts are at nft.com Okay, so they're throwing money at fancy domain names. It worked for Crypto.com, not going to lie. Um, Somebody reminded me of uh, Enzyme and Melon. That's another good one that is not correlated with the rest of the market like at all. 
I think I talked about it on the stream one of the weeks. I can't remember. I know I talk about it on my videos, but I mean, that doesn't look like any other chart. Yeah. I know we're all over the place today, but we you know, are. we're just talking about just how it is. where, where are the flows? Where are the flows? I hold, I hold $10,000 with the melon too. $10,000 is like my throwaway altcoin bag money. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's just like, it's, it's like free money to lose, I guess. Uh, yeah, looks good though. All, all time highs, ascending triangle above the cloud, above the 200. Anyway. Um, Ethereum, that old coin people very, still trade that thing <laughs> very similar to very similar to bitcoin just in the no man's land 200 day moving average is near at some point maybe it'll frame an ascending triangle or like a pennant like a long-term one from may it's kind of what i'm looking for but i'm not envisioning anything happening very fast anymore on ethereum it had the opportunity to do something fast but i think it's given up on that which means all the games are going to be played elsewhere in my mind Bro, but we're burning ETH. <laughs> yeah, that can be true, and then it'll just we're be We're like, burning so much at, ETH, at, bro. At some point, it'll just become a really, really obvious long, which is fine, but I don't think that's right now, basically. So the, maybe, the la- it, maybe the layer one rotation game continues, and we go make money everywhere else, and then we all bring it all back to Ethereum, long Ethereum, and then sell Ethereum for $10,000 each, and then buy Bitcoin, and then sell Bitcoin for $250,000 each, and then we go retire. How about that? Game plan? Book it. Um, sure, but we're burning ETH, though. What's going on? <laughs> That's fine. It can be burning ETH, but like it, it's, it's still expensive, and the native ETH Layer 2s are out, but they're, it's, in the, it's in like the awkward stage. It's like those Layer 2s aren't ready for prime time, so all the activity is happening on alternative layer ones and then those layer twos are suddenly going to be there and those will accrue value back to ethereum itself that's my narrative that's fair um this could cup and handle in q4 seasonality says it probably won't but uh, i'm not going to discount it eat btc that is uh eth usd look, the chart looks like junk to me i don't i don't know honestly uh there is this there's this growing narrative about institutional um traders wanting to trade ETH over BTC though. I saw JPM put out something recently uh, about that based on futures uh, trading volumes, but this this chart looks ugly too. ETH BTC, it never doesn't, it never not looks ugly to me. Double negative, but I think it looks fine. I think it just looks like a series of whatever, higher lows, consolidation, this I mean, looks like three-day-old mashed potatoes that you warmed up in a microwave. Look, if you don't it like looks the ETH horrible, BTC dude. chart, ETH is up relative to BTC, so you must not like BTC very much. Like This double-bottomed in August and January 2019 and 2020, and has been... And why are like, we talking about 2019? I'm talking about since May. Since May, okay, it's been that, jacked, dude. Yeah, except, it's been nothing. except for Consolidate beautifully... On the relative yeah. pair, and it looks so like, beautiful. It looks extremely bullish. You cannot look at this. It, it's it looks extremely bullish on the ETH BTC pair. You know, like that smushed face, Pepe. Like that's what this looks like to me. <laughs> um, yeah, again, it could cup and handle ascending triangle 
bull flag, whatever you want to call it, right? Like, yeah, that's possible. I'm not going to rule that out, but as it stands here. You know what it's going to do, the way I look at it with that cloud? It's going to break down and hit that Keyjian and then Hypermoon. Like, that's the classic type of thing something like that does, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. Where are the, where are the, the uh, not the rotators, but the um, flippers, flippor. We need that. We need that as a meme. What are they flipping? The flip, the flippor, uh, the flipping, you know, everybody's oh, talking about flipping people. Oh, people were talking about the, they'd come calling as soon as it breaks that, uh, that top level. No doubt about it. People were talking about the flipping when it broke like Oh three, nine. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> the flipping or can you, that's too long. That's why it's just the flip or, um, yeah, but when you yeah. say that, like the name of my business has flip in it. So like, oh, well, you know, that's your own personal bias. <laughs> <laughs> it is very much so. Um, I don't know. It, it looks like chop. It looks like bullish chop. Thank you. Thank you. It took you five minutes to get to that conclusion. <laughs> it's bullish chop. Um, yeah, that's fair. Sure. <laughs> BTC though, King Corn took some took some negative news on the chin with the China stuff. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's like perfectly timed with the rollovers too. I, know. I just I just love how because it was fake. It's because somebody somebody fed garbage to someone at Bloomberg because they wanted to protect their futures positions. You could tell me I'm I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I'm telling you there's no way. That was a coincidence that had nothing to do with recency. Like there was no, no real reason. And it was on the day of futures rollover. Give me a friggin' break. Somebody wanted that 10% drop and they got it. Uh, it's just funny, you know, coincidence or not. It's they pretty are funny. a manipulator. I'm just going to, we're just going to or everything. <laughs> That's what they were. Yeah, that's fair. China so yeah, it's, it's, Bitcoin for like the seventeenth time. They've been doing it's it in since and out 2013. Of, it's in and out of the cloud. It's above the two hundred. Still, it's got some weird pitchfork thing. Um, it's September. You know, take your pick. China, whatever. I don't care. Quarterly rollover. I think it's all valid. Um, until into October, we'll know though. If we're above forty six k by mid October, new all time highs by the end of the year. Call in here if that's my call. Forty six k chat. Please remember, 46K by mid-October. Clip it and ship it. So let's give you a month. (laughs) Let's give you one month. October 24th, 46K. If we're above 46K by October 24th, all-time high this year. So that would be 46K to 64K at a bare minimum. That's a 20K per Bitcoin win plus price expiration if you get it. Price expiration, let's talk about this, Josh. If we break highs and go above 64 there nothing's holding it back from 100k right at that point i don't think so but that, that is so far off from like to think about that right now i think it's hopium for sure but yes i agree if if this breaks all-time highs people are gonna be looking at six figures for sure so 46k to 100k <laughs> is a lock josh olswich says on september 24th 2021 i tend to believe him I don't think it's bearish enough right now. To me, it's just straight neutral. I don't think it's bearish enough right now to be short. I don't think it's bullish enough right now to be margin long. I think you need to wait to October. I think we're going to be in this pitchfork for a while. <laughs> that's fair. Um, 
Oh, my chair made some but, good noises there. Did you like that? I need it. How do you, is there a way to like grease the back of a chair? <laughs> this is just gripping content, man. <laughs> just leaning back, appreciating your pitchfork and my chair made noises. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So it's not exciting at all, which is fine. We need, we need boring going into Q4. That is the best setup I can ask for. Boring. People hate crypto. They've lost all their money. Retail's gone. Then by Thanksgiving, they're telling their aunt, uncle, Mima, and Peepaw about all, all the crazy opportunities. That's literally what I called my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Mima, and my Peepaw. R.I.P. Um, yeah. Also, I literally told my Mima about Bitcoin one year. <laughs> <laughs> she, she liked markets. She was she loved. She wrote down the price of her stocks in a notebook every single day, watching CNBC and looking at the Wall Street Journal every single day for probably like forty years. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that uh, Bitcoin unexciting. Um. What was I? Oh, Dixie DXY switching gears to legacy. Dixie looks just, all right. Just because I have it up. Uh, if this thing goes up, man, we are in for some hurt. In Q4. I'm just going to take the, the same as I said before, other, other side of that, that cloud. I, I, unless it gets over that, I think it's going to get smacked down by that cloud, by that cloud. I hope you're right. That's uh, all I got to say. Nif, Niftinger in the chat said his grandma's all in XRP. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's just, it, it's going to be hard for this not to be bullish. Based on technicals, I know fundamentals are trash, but this thing's just been brewing for weeks and weeks and weeks. And that's just doom for crypto if it breaks up. That's all. Yeah. That's all there is to it, really. I actually think Kevin might be right that this Thanksgiving, the conversation is going to be about NFTs. Like, Doge has crapped the bed since then. They're, that won't be exciting. Bitcoin have not done much. Maybe you get the NFT run up as people tell their family that they're NFT millionaires and like all the low, low dollar NFTs moon, right? Cause nobody can afford a crypto punk, but like everybody can go ape $500 on some cheap NFT and all the, all the cheap NFTs moon. And that's how, where the liquidity comes from. Okay. Uh, I don't see it, but you know, whatever. I just think that's a reasonable thing. Like people are going to be like, what is an NFT? And you have the things we, do you remember? I mean, you remember when we did this before, right? The NFT, the, the not NFTs, but the, the Thanksgiving conversations were the real deal. That was like the major breakouts came over the holidays. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think NFTs, I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask. So I'm not you even going to bother. I'm not even going to bother commenting on it, but uh, yeah. Someone was asking about Linky. This is a great example of looks bad enough to buy. Mean reversion potential, bull div. Um, you know, again, it doesn't look great. It could be a descending triangle. It could be complete trash garbage. But it looks like it's going to break down to me. That's a lot of taps on the floor. That's fair. It's, that's a fair. I'm pretty sure we called the top of Link back when relative to ETH. And it, I, I have no desire to buy that. Link. No thanks. But but staking, bro. Well, what's funny though is like the core utility of Link is is at like an all time high. Like oracles are extremely important for 
DeFi, cross-chain, <laughs> Oracle, Oracles are really important. But the price of, of Link does not, it looks priced in. We priced it in during the bear market. Okay. I'm just looking at the chart, bro. <laughs> yeah, it looks bad. And I'm, don't you think it looks bad? It's I said it looks bad die. enough to buy. I literally just said that. Lateral right. I know, but bouncer, bouncer die. And it looks like it wants to die to me. I'm taking die. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate either side of that trade. I'm just saying. It's a know. trade. You're saying it's a trade. You're identifying. <laughs> you're the trade identifier. We're killing this. Uh, We're going to do our best to kill this meme today with overuse. I'm just saying. Somebody was asking me about it. I pulled it up. It's the same story. Look at any ETH pair. You know, everything looks like this. It looks like absolute. Let's look at Zcash ETH because I'm just curious. Well, while you pull that up, like just the only thing that scares me in this entire market is that we're just in some giant complacency on Bitcoin USD and it's all over, but we don't know it yet. God. M double top. Yeah. It looks so, it looks so scary (laughs) on the weekly. Wall Street meme or whatever. Dead cat. It looks so scary. Yeah, this is Zcash ETH, man. Look, Zcash ETH looks the same as inverted Bitcoin. <laughs> Look at that. So just switching between Zcash ETH and inverted Bitcoin. I don't know if I've seen a more bearish chart than this. Honestly, <laughs> this is so bad. Dude, Zcash is pain. You know, even TMEC is like over it. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. Anyway, well, I, you know, this is a decent setup. Why? It's got, uh, sorry, wrong button. It's got a falling wedge. It's got a bull diff, right? Like, it makes literally no sense to hold this against ETH. It's never done well. But look at it, right? I can't argue that setup. You know what I enjoy? What? The uh, S&P Weekly went right to the 20-week and bounced like crazy. Sorry, I, yeah, I, up? I stopped showing your bull div. I forgot. But- you forgot. How convenient. And I'm pumping up. <laughs> I'm gassing up Zcash. So you're like, oh, I got to show the S&P Wait, here. Wait, so you're saying you're bullish? I thought you were just saying it's bad. You're saying... No, this is... Again, listen, just... just Okay. Listen, open up your mind here, your third eye, whatever it is. I'm saying these ETH pairs look bad enough to buy. They are so bearish. What is it? What is the probability that this stuff uh, goes lower versus has some sort of attempt at a bounce, right? That's all I'm saying. Go ahead now with your S&P. You know the difference between Bias something tribe. that down 99.9% and 99.99%? What's that? Another 90%. Okay. You'd have to fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> what was your degree in college in? Uh, industrial engineering. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pretty sure I, I just, I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, yeah. Just so was wondering if there was some math involved in that I, degree. It's, um, it's head math, so it could very well be wrong. Okay. Uh, the S&P people were like doom and gloom to start the week. S- well, Sven was probably euphoric. Sven Heinrich, if you know who he oh, is. Yeah. But. Oh, we know, <laughs> we know Sven. The question is, was it just another dip to be bought? Or is it different this time? 
are we seeing general complacency in legacy, a gap down, tag up, and die, or just more burr? Like the weekly looks like more burr. It looks like that was the dip to buy. You missed it. Sorry. Try again later. Continue. That's what it looks like on the weekly. I mean, I got, you can't fight the trend, right? Like you got to assume every dip's going to get bought until it's not. It's like, that's just rule trend, trend rules 101, right? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like everything is backwards, upside down. Clown world, but here we are. They even said that they're tapering. They want to finish tapering by mid next year. How that's changed from a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. Finish. Oh, finish tapering. Did we yeah. start tapering? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that bullish or bearish? Tapering. It shouldn't tapering be bearish. It right? should be, but unless we're already talking about when we're ending tapering. Like, <laughs> can you manage to taper without? Uh, yeah. Like, it, can you price it in if you announce when it's ending? You just immediately price it in. I don't know. I don't know, man. Doesn't make any sense to me. All I know is rotisserie chickens are twelve dollars here now, and that is not what it used to be. <laughs> oh man, I'd have a George Bush moment trying to trying to describe that. That is over two hundred percent increase. Yeah, I have no idea of how much rotisserie <laughs> chicken costs. This this is a trap for my Senate campaign, Josh. Sorry. <laughs> Just trying to get you to connect with the real people. Out Alabama there. Senate candidate doesn't know the price of a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I'm wrecked now. I can't do it. Yeah, long yard birds. <laughs> <laughs> Pat says you can still get them for four ninety nine at Costco. So be a man of the people. Go to Costco. You're probably getting. Have- you're probably getting those fancy um, white suburban Whole Foods chickens, aren't you? <laughs> no comment um <laughs> one other thing about china bitcoin I, I forgot to show it earlier but um somebody did a chart of all of the price action around the announcements from china and it's just like you know it's basically been a nothing burger at the end of the day yeah based on my read on well, this, of one, this chart this was the most fake of all the fake ones it was pointless Number went down. Somebody accomplished their goal, but I just it what it it was seemed so obviously not real. Yeah. Out of everything, I, I woke up. I literally woke up. I thought I was dreaming because I saw that, and I was like, "What?" Like you know, you're like groggy. You look at your phone, um, and I was like, "No, this I guess is real." Anyway, Josh, out of everything, everything that we've looked at today, Tezos mm-hmm. is by far the best looking trade. And I'm a little depressed about it because what I'm probably going to freaking do is just go ape the absolute crap out of Tezos this afternoon. And then I'm going to blame you next week if I'm wrong. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh... <laughs> Chat's calling Tezos top in. Oh, no. This looks really good. Oh, you know what else was up? Ren. That was another one. The bridge. So Ren is 100% illegal. It's going to get smacked down hard wow. if anybody's doing it in the U.S. It's. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's illegal. Um, 
the way it works. It evades KYC AML. Its whole purpose is to evade KYC AML, similar to Monero, right? Um, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, when this crackdown happens on, on DeFi, Ren is going to be the first to go. For sure. But the chart is mooning. Ren chart. Luna Terra is also mooning. I don't know. I haven't looked at that one. But uh, Ren. Maybe that's how they'll crack down on us. They'll say they're, uh, people are, are using Ren to flee the system. I used to have the chart. Or you, you pulled it up. Okay, good. What, Ren ETH? <sighs> I, I wouldn't want to you know, I wouldn't disturb your maximal ways. I wouldn't short it. Yeah, no shit. I wouldn't <laughs> short it either. <laughs> wow. I feel like we're a little adversarial here today, Josh. I don't know why. Just today or every day? <laughs> Just today. Uh, it, I mean, it looks phenomenal. It's got a bull cross. I'm sure it's above the cloud. Yeah, it, it looks I like... Think, I, feel, I still think Tezos looks better, but that does look good. It looks good. Tezos, to me, Tezos is definitely destined for... Tezos is the cleanest Price chart. discovery. The cleanest chart we've looked at today. It looks ready for price discovery. I'm pissed about it, so I'm going to buy it. And then when people at me, I'm just going to show my P&L or something. That's fair. I'm buying this. Like, I... God. You know what this means? I have to... I have to bridge, and I have to deposit... And I have to trade. There's so much that goes into that. Like, do you hear that? It's, it's the littlest violin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh, showing this my is actual PNL. I'll just show the percent. Don't worry. I'm not. I don't. I can't flex like that anyway. All right. This is the Luna chart. Luna, how's Luna doing? It looks good too. It looks like Avax to me. You know, if you're bullish AVAX, this looks better than AVAX. Wow. It does. It doesn't have that rising wedge, at least. You know what? Maybe I, you know what's funny is I can look at something on your chart, but it doesn't change the fact that I want to see it on my chart. That's fair. That gummit, this does look good. This is making me mad. Why? Because I'm right, or yes, because <laughs> these charts look really good. I've been isolated in my little uh, my little place. Um, didn't the Luna guy get? He's the one that got served by the SEC at Mainnet. I don't know if that's public information, but that is maybe what I heard <laughs> as well. <laughs> well, there you go. There's seems, some alpha se- seems to not have mattered. From yeah. what I can tell, number, based on number, the chart, number go up. Here's an ancient coin too. Yeah. Waves. Somebody asked if you can trade Luna. I have no idea. Uh, maybe that one's on Matcha. I'll find out. Waves on the weekly looks like Tezos does a little bit to me too. Yeah, these look like they want to go. They really do. Makes no sense, but they really do. Uh, there is a Luna, there's a wrapped Luna on Ethereum, and I don't know the depth. It says it has $61 million on Matcha. So let me look over here on a different computer where I can test the depth and see what's what's up with old wrapped Luna. 
because that's good to know. The Luna Depth. You can definitely buy it. I don't know how liquid it is. Let's see. If we pay with tethers, what number do we want to throw in there? Let's throw in there 100,000 tethers. <laughs> you can buy 2,500 Luna without a slippage warning. So, oh, here's the depth tab now. Uh, the depth tab is good. It's pretty good. Looks like you can get 2% slippage for 67,000 tethers. Uh, and the pair is probably Ethereum anyway, so. Yeah, what does it look like against? Yeah. So it, Luna it, ETH? It's liquid enough. Luna ETH is all-time highs. You can buy it on chain, or you can bridge, as RugMe says. Good username, RugMe. Um... You can bridge over to Luna and, and trade it directly. Probably have to bridge with either USDC or, or ETH. I don't know. But, yeah. Luna looks pretty good. It's layer one season. The layer one rotations continue. It's been weeks and weeks of it. I agree. With I you. agree. Luna, Luna looks good. Gosh, Tezos looks real good. I'm upset. I'm especially upset because three days ago it was four fifty and now it's six eighty five. <laughs> but this is a classic example of you don't have to buy like the Pico bottom. You can just buy when the chart tells you it's okay to buy, like to your plan. So you could have bought two hundred day retest, prior supports or whatever. Or you can buy a breakout. I think where you didn't want to buy was like five eighty five, you know? It's higher than five eighty five now, it's a six eighty five. But this was a much more uncertain area than it is currently. Now it looks like it wants to break out. So that's how, that's how when people say you can buy higher or lower, that's okay. It's because the setup presents itself. That's what that means. I love buying strength. JA says, how long will I continue to get 250% yield on AVAX Joe LP Yield Yak Farm? <laughs> uh so how long will these yields last on Avalanche is what he's asking. And the answer is uh, Avalanche Rush has not even started. So it's going to last a while. The rewards on the on Trader Joe, which is their version of Sushi, are extremely good, even though there's like $100 million plus on the top pools. It's, uh, it's very nice. The yields are very nice. And the price action has also been very nice. I actually think I have. I do. I have Yak up. It's like have this. Josh, I know this is illegal talk to you, but it's uh, it's been consolidating since the last week of August, August twenty third. Um, it's just kind of a consolidator. Just, <laughs> it looks about as good as the ETH BTC does, but yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, Joe is like parabolic, but that's where all the trading is happening. It overtook Pangolin. So people are basically earning yield on it and the numbers going up. And so they're, they're comfy. I just can't trade a coin named Joe. I just can't. I don't have it in me. <laughs> just Can you trade a coin named Sushi? Sushi's fine, but Joe? Joe. Trader Joe. Just a humble Trader Joe. 
I don't know. I'm not going to knock it because I have enjoyed it. I've been a Joe, right. a Joe enjoyer. That's fair. You know, I still have people ask me all the time, and this show has pretty good reach towards people that are like one leg in crypto. And a lot of people have never done anything on chain. And I would encourage you, don't do it with everything, because if you screw it up, don't blame me. This is not financial advice. I just, I would encourage you to learn about the ecosystems that you are trading. Because if you buy Tezos, or you buy AVAX, or you buy Luna, or you buy any of these coins on your centralized exchange, you're not participating in what that coin provides. What that coin provides is on-chain activity, participation within the network, whether that's buying NFTs or doing DeFi or whatever, do it on that network. And when you do that, you'll quickly realize that ADA is a scam. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll quickly realize that um, like these are not all the same, but also that these, these platforms really create a lot of opportunity um, to do things and to... to kind of figure out like how a blockchain works and what's happening. Um, and I, I just don't think you can be in crypto without ever doing anything on chain and going and figuring out what does it mean to earn yield on a token or LP and a farm or um, buy an NFT or whatever. Like this is stuff that is the way it's supposed to be. Rug me again in the chat with the win. Crypto is designed to remove middlemen. Centralized exchanges can be fantastic. They can be our bridges and our onboarding tools. But we shouldn't just leave our coins there forever, in my mind. We should go use our coins and, and put them to work on-chain. So go have fun. And these alternative Layer 1s and Layer 2s, you can do that affordably. Yes, it's 300 bucks or something to make a trade sometimes on Ethereum, but these other places, it's like $0.05. Cents. So go do it. Go have fun. Go explore. I mean, have you ever lived, if you don't know what it's like to be on the top and the bottom of a pyramid scheme, I mean, <laughs> you have to experience it for yourself. That's right. Uh, we didn't talk about Twitter. We didn't talk about Robinhood, but they both have had impactful crypto news this week. Twitter announcing Bitcoin tipping and NFT integration and Hood announcing wallet integration with crypto. I think they're going to list more crypto options eventually. Um, both the hood and the Twitter charts. Have you looked at the Twitter chart lately? Nope. Speaking of ready for all time highs, um, both the hood and the Twitter chart to me. Literally for Twitter have been 84 years. I, <laughs> I bought Twitter during its IPO or like near its IPO. Can you go back to then? Uh, at 41? Um, I bought it before it died. So probably in the high 30s. Um, okay. and then I held it for a long time. It wasn't like I was all in, but I had a piece of Twitter cause I used it starting in 2009. So when it went public, I was excited. So that's uh -huh. seven years of massive underperformance. So yeah, that looks like it's going to moon. And if they become a crypto company, that's a great win in the sales. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to moon because of the crypto stuff. I'm just saying it looks good. The setup is there, you know? So even if this acts like an inverted head and shoulders or whatever, I, this looks good to me. I bought some Twitter the other day too. So 
I've just, and Hood. I've not even paid attention to my legacy accounts. I've just had them in ETH and BTC wrappers, and they've sucked. They they did really well, but then they sucked because <laughs> I I didn't didn't get out of them before that dip. I'm normally pretty active with them because it's uh, tax protected, but I forgot. Uh, so now they're just kind of floating. Robin, it does look good. This is uh, how long ago did this IPO? Last month, right? Or sorry, August. Robinhood like, also like, about to become yeah. a, a crypto company. Yeah. So if crypto does well in Q4, I mean, it's lived by the coin, died by the coin, right? Yep. Like, but it has never made pro- higher highs. All their, like all their profits from trading Doge. Well, you know, like it's a crypto company, no different than Coinbase. It will be. They're enabling deposits and withdrawals, which is fantastic news. Historically, people have not had custody of their coins on Robinhood, and Robinhood has been sucky for crypto. Um, and hopefully we'll see them start to support new assets as well instead of, like, they support BSV still. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. And then uh, people in the chat are talking about Bollinger being bullish. On the corn. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's too early to take a stand one way or the other on ETH and on BTC. Let it let it have its separate tantrums. Let it do its thing. Wait for October. Trade other layer once. Join us in the Tezos maximalism. <laughs> uh, more, more important news on your on your Twitter feed. There is uh, this is very crypto relevant. Elon Musk and Grimes broke broke up, and the uh, theory that I saw in a chat was that Elon Musk will take his despair out on crypto twitter <laughs> just like start talking about crypto markets again so um okay dumped dumped <laughs> dumped elon musk uh on, on his way to take his uh take his tears and and create some tears for us all right i have no comment on that i wish them both luck i wish their child luck uh that's really the biggest concern for me is children of divorce yeah, it's the worst. Thanks for joining us. We'll be here for an after show in a minute. Appreciate all y'all. Go to, did you hear that, that all y'all? The Southern in me. Mm. Ledgerstats.com slash matcha. Trade on chain at matcha. Bye. That's the, the world wrong song shrimp, again. Shrimp and grits, dude. Shrimp and grits. <laughs> shrimp and grits are freaking fantastic. Bye. See you in a second for the after show. Rate the show. iTunes, whatever. In the blink of an eye, the easy river has just run dry. In a house of cards, I feel the breeze wound so tight, I can barely breathe.